You're listening to the Cultural Curriculum Chat, the podcast that specializes in multicultural education and classroom strategies. I'm your host, Jebe Edmonds. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Cultural Curriculum Chat. I am Jebe Edmonds today, and I've got a wonderful book to share with you. It is titled Magnolia Flower. Before I start with my book review, I just wanted to let you know I have created a on-demand webinar titled How to Understand DEI Without Being Overwhelmed. So this free, uh uh-huh, I said it, free webinar will cover what does DEI actually mean, why you should care about it, how to understand DEI for your business or even your classroom, and the best way to get started in this DEI journey. So don't forget, you can get access to this webinar if you join my email list. So the details are in the show notes. So sign up to get this free webinar. All right, let's get back with the show. We're going to focus, I said, with a really great read aloud, Magnolia Flower by the late Zora Neale Hurston, and it was adapted from the author Ibram X. Kendi, illustrated by Levis Wise. And Ibram X. Kendi, very good, prolific, best-selling author. He wrote How to Be Anti-Racist. He wanted to adapt this story, Magnolia Flower, from a story Zora Neale Hurston published back in 1925. It's in the author note in the book. I really want you to read it. Um, This adaptation was a motivator for Kendi, who wanted to share her literary works to a younger audience. Even if you've never heard of Zora Neale Hurston, she had a 30-year career. This is from her website. She published four novels, two books of folklore, an autobiography, in countless short stories and essays and articles and plays. I grew up knowing about Zora Neale Hurston. I even have the book, Their Eyes Were Watching God, one of the most courageous writers. So if you are an adult, I highly recommend um, getting one of her books. But this book, Magnolia Flower, it's a really beautifully illustrated book. I see a lot of watercolor and mixed media. It's very bright. And the story begins with the main character, Bentley, who was a runaway slave. And he became part of a group called the Maroons. Um, The Maroons were a group of freed slaves that fled slavery. So they escaped slavery. They weren't granted their freedom and started a new community in the South. Bentley goes on and marries this beautiful Cherokee woman named Swift Deer, and they eventually had a daughter that they named Magnolia Flower. Now, this historic fairy tale shares the hardships of Black and Indigenous people faced when they were in the era of slavery. It talks about how slavery began. It even talks about the post-Civil War era. So you will go on this journey through the eyes of Magnolia Flower growing up, and finding love of her own as an adult, and the attitudes that her parents had towards her and her new love. The interesting premise of this book, I don't want to give away too much, it's such a beautifully written book, is that the narrator of the story is told by the trees. 
and the river in this area. And what I really love about this is it talks about how nature is observing the humans on this earth and what they are doing to each other and how Zora puts it in a way and how Ibram X. Kendi adapts it into a way that young children can read and understand the hard parts of our history in the multiple perspectives that need to be shared. So I'm a very big fan of this book and uh, I urge you to get yourself a copy. Like I said, I don't want to be a spoiler alert too much, but what I also enjoy in this book is if you haven't heard much about Zora Neale Hurston and her work, Ibram X. Kendi does have a beautiful dedication to her. Ibram has a historical note as well, going deeper into the European settlements and the impact it had on the indigenous people and the Africans that came here first in slavery. And he even talks more about the Maroon communities. A lot of us um, probably have never heard of the Maroon community that lived on U.S. soil. So I really think it's a great starting piece talking about pre- and post-Civil War era in the people that were impacted the most by it. And then your students can research more about the Maroons and more about the indigenous people and the Trail of Tears and the freed slaves and what happened to them. So it's a really good starting point. The age range, they say, is as young as ages four to about third or fourth grade. As a classroom teacher with my little primary age, I would read the book but just read it. I wouldn't dive too much into it because developmentally, they probably wouldn't think too much more of asking deep, well-thoughted questions. But for my third and fourth graders, I would have a lot more discussion with this book to dive into who the Maroons were and what the Trail of Tears resulted in. I think that is a great uh, starting point with this book. And like I said, it's a historical fiction short story that also opens up the dialogue of this happened at this point in time in our history. The characters are fictionalized, but what happened and the impact of the people was very real. And so that's something I highly recommend when you do preface this book. That's all I have for you today. Definitely check out Magnolia Flower wherever books are sold or even in your lending libraries. I cannot wait to share more of my book recommendations with you all. And if you have any suggestions of a multicultural educational book that you would like me to review, please send me an email. My contact information is in the show notes. And if you are an author, who would also love for me to read and review your book as well. I'd be happy to share and showcase your book as well. So all of my information is in the description below. Have a wonderful day and I will see you back here on the Cultural Curriculum Chat next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Cultural Curriculum Chat with Jebba Edmonds. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. We will be here same time, same place next week. 
Take care. Bye-bye.